it's Wednesday again, 6 p.m. We're here. Carla V thinks out loud. I'm Carla Vasquez. Episode 30. We're making it. We're keep going. We keep showing up. Thank you, Larry. Larry's here. I got Patty. I also have somebody in the house. We're changing up, guys. We've had a lot of comedians. Love you all. And this person does can do comedy. She's a all over the board, not a one trick pony kind of person. Um, but we have a female, and we also have somebody who's not a comedian. We have an artist, though, bartender, student, works with the community, like outreaching and putting on so many. We have Solita in the house. Thank hey. you for coming in. Real name, AKA, I guess it would be the opposite. Victoria Gonzalez, AKA. Yeah, whichever, whichever. I'll claim them both today. I'm so happy to have you, man. I know you had a trek getting here, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Larry, lead us into the show. Carla's got a podcast now. She doesn't know technology. Larry's pushing buttons and recording things for you to see every week. She'll be asking guests questions, she'll be saying a lot, she'll be wondering about the world. It's time now for Carla V Thinks Out Loud. fish we went to the aquarium we won't see that guys we're here with solita it's so good to have you man and it was like short notice and uh you came through a lot of people can't come through sometimes but i appreciate you and you really came through because you were telling us something you had some sort of lift experience yeah we just get into that first yes. catch okay. up with that so a little prequel or pre-information i decided to go more sustainable and i'm ridding of my car okay so with that, I've been using like lifts, taxis, mm -hmm. public transportation type stuff. So I'm getting ready at my house, you know, having a little pre pre podcast snack, you know, mm -hmm. some chips, a little sandwich action. <laughs> I put my lift in and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be there on time. I'm waiting. I'm like, okay, it's kind of taking a minute. Like he's not moving anymore, and he calls me and he's like, hey, he's all, I still really want to pick you up, but I did just have somebody in my back seat and like it was an emergency situation, and I just want to let you know that there's a lot of dirt. <laughs> And I'm like, a lot of dirt? I was like, oh, okay. I was like. <laughs> well, yeah, what kind like, of emergency? It could have been where And I was like, emergency situation with, <laughs> with dirt. dirt. I yeah. was like, mm, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, it's okay. I'll grab a towel. Like, I'm not worried. I honestly just, like, need to get to this spot. So I throw a towel down. And he starts telling me the story. I'm like, so what, what happened in the car? Like, I saw all the dirt. And he was like, yeah, I picked up this this lady, and it seemed like she was kind of down on her luck. And there was this guy. I, I was talking to this guy, and he said, hey this lady can pay you in more than money, if you know what I mean. Or he, oh. was, he was like, you know, she's, <laughs> she does other work. <laughs> and I, he was like, are you her pimp? And he's all, no, 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 I'm a good guy. But uh, just so you know. And he was just like, I, I just didn't understand the situation. I'm one of the good ones. Okay? Right? He's like, I'm not her pimp, but I'm soliciting for her. Free yeah. advertising, okay? I'm, there's something I'm else going on there. I'm her manager. I want to see her do well. <laughs> right? <laughs> Someone requested the manager here. Yeah. So we got in the car, right? And we're driving over here. I'm like, oh, the sunset's so cute. Enjoying my time. I pull up and we're like, where the hell is the entrance? You know, we're like, oh, I don't know. The, the exit. We almost tried to go in through the exit. And I was like, no, nah, it's not going to work. So he parked in front of the building. You know, I'm resourceful. I'll figure it out. It can't be that far, you know? And I was like, okay. 
okay, I'm going to get out at the front, you know, where this roundabout situation is. And I was like, Carla did say go left and then go left towards the fence. I was like, all right. <laughs> Start walking and I see what the first left yeah. looked like. And I was just staring. And I was like, damn, dude, the Rocky song came on. I was ready. I'm wearing my Doc Martens. Yeah, and I was like, docks. moon boots today. <laughs> I'm running down the parking line. I'm like checking the time. I'm like, bro, I was supposed to be oh, there no. five minutes ago. I'm like running. Oh, I no. see people out there with their dogs. They're just like kind of doing their thing. And they like, see me running. I look kind of frantic. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sorry, guys. I got to go. Like, What's going on I'm with like this person? I'm like almost sweating. <laughs> There's cars behind me. I was like, I don't know what the view behind me is. As far as I know, I just like I'm going for a jog in this outfit. I don't <laughs> no, know. The boots. Damn. You know? Yeah. So finally found the spot and, and it was great. I was out of breath. It, you called and it sounded like you were out of breath. I'm like, did she run the whole way? Here? I, I like, did. I did. Oh. And I also was on FaceTime with one of my friends, oh, Sam. Hey. Like I wanted him to witness. That is some multitasking right there. I was like, I need a witness. That is... I kept him on the phone because I was like, I knew this lift ride was going to be, like, top-notch, you know? I was like, <laughs> I need to know what happened with the dirt. Yeah, what happened with the dirt? I, he just said that she just had a lot of dirt on her stuff. But, what? We, you know, I'm just going to call All it my right. my dirty pimp story. Dirty pimp. Pimps and dirt. Pimps, pimps and dirt. <laughs> pimps and dirt. Managers and mud. Right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was Maybe. a good one. It was a good one. My only exercise. <laughs> <laughs> you got your steps in. I did. I did. Get those steps in. Oh, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I saw you the other night um, at Founders. Mm -hmm. And I had, like whatever, scheduling things this week. And I was like, man, I want to lead on. I looked over, I was like, Victoria, I need to have you on. I need Victoria. <laughs> and I had a couple of drinks in me. And I, I know maybe you're just like, she's just talking. But the next day I'm like, are you are you still down? Right, following up, <laughs> like, Please. hey. Hi, I'm here. And and I that's where I met you originally. So I've said before here on the podcast that my first spot ever doing comedy, and actually the week before I started, I went and watched. And uh, it was at Founders, and you were there, and Brandon was there, and you guys were, like, bartending. Mm -hmm. And even that, like, the vibe you guys set in the place, um, you guys are such great. Like, bartenders seeming in control, friendly, like, always smiling, always, like, energetic. And uh, that just, like, made me want to go back a bunch. So I appreciate you because, damn, you work at, what, like, four spots, five? How many jobs do you have? <laughs> What are we doing here? With the light, how many jobs do you have? <laughs> do you have any jobs? I'm like, <laughs> let me see your, let me see your resume. <laughs> I know, right? No. I'm like, geez. Um, I don't know. I like to kind of do like a variety of things. Mm -hmm. Bartending is like kind of my number one thing. Um, I bartend the El Rey shows, the Inside Out shows. Mm -hmm. um, I work in the speakeasy because Josh taught me mixology when I worked with him at Vernon's. <sighs> and Elijah was nice enough to pull me into the bar program. So I've just been doing that ever since. I've done some like offsite catering stuff, mm -hmm. some like contracted work here and there. Um, I also do photography. Um, I'm doing some booking. I have like an art collective that I like to do um, entrepreneurship and art based um, markets and like resources nice. with so I'm all sorts that. of artists yeah and then I've been doing social media as well for some of the El Rey entities I have mm -hmm. um, roughly four accounts wow. so just a little bit of everything and then I'm a full-time student well not full-time actually I guess technically part-time part-time student I'm taking three classes so I just kind of like to experience life in all aspects you know I really like nightlife yeah. and, and live music is really awesome for so sure. yep. I like seeing big artists and then also working with like grassroots artists mm -hmm. and then people that are kind of moving their way up the chain as they work with different venues and collaborations and things yes. like that so supporting the local art man, watching things grow is amazing. just like my favorite thing you know that's amazing. so and you said you started with that like collective or working with them because you were selling plants outside of El Rey. Yeah, right. actually, plot twist, I am collective and collected. Oh. <laughs> I am. And I'm only sharing this because um, we did have some events last year that people were like, who threw this event? And uh, I decided to use that as my debut. Oh, right. Yeah. 
We've had press. Dude, you you put on some good stuff. I mean, and Thanks. and I like that. Like you have your hands in everything, but you're so humble and you stay just like so active. You're really inspiring. Thanks. This is my like bringing you. Home. Oh, like, I know. I'm like I'm I'm, got I think that, I'm like, turning red right now. I'm you like, got like oh. real Chicana power there. We both Thanks. were. I know, like, like I'll chola, I'll chola yeah. till I die. <laughs> on, on Imagine. I was wearing earrings last night yeah. of theirs to like yeah. from Mardi Gras or whatever. Yeah. It's a flashy. But yeah, I love that you just support the local art and the local scene, and that's what we need a lot. And Albuquerque really is, I think, growing. I mean, I've only lived here four years, and part of that was pandemic, and one year before that, and even in two, from two thousand like fourteen to now, mm-hmm. is such like it's become bigger and it's such a inclusive. At least to me, it seems very inclusive. Mm-hmm. At this point, everybody's just trying to hype each other up, which yeah. is awesome. Um, I'm glad you have like a big part in that. Yeah. Um, so going back to the bartending, you do mixology. Yeah, do I like you, to think I'm practicing mixology, yeah. Do you do any of these bartending competitions and stuff? I know, like, Brandon does those sometimes. Yeah. Brandon Smith. I did one of them. I did one of them at Hollow Spirits. I got past the first round. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed, like, the community aspect. Like, I feel like it's very rare that you have all of the bartenders in the same space because we all usually work the same nights. Right, yeah. So I really like just, like, having everyone's, like, team out, and we're all having, like, this fun competition. And making drinks is always really cool. It's kind of like painting, like, um... Like when people pop up and paint a picture kind yeah. of situation, that's kind of what like making mixed drinks feels like. Oh, so you're fine. like, you're like, I don't know. We had some funky special ingredients, which mm-hmm. were fun. But uh, as far as just making drinks go, it's always very just um, inspired where you where you feel inspired. And, and you're using different spirits mm-hmm. that originate from different plants or, you know, different types of natural sources that you're able to infuse into like the final oh, product. So it's like different mediums like oil, paint. Right, and how they mix together. And yeah, and so when you use spirits, you can think of them as like different paints almost, you know. Do you go like try everything like separately first or like get familiar with each ingredient before kind of like diving in or you're just like, hey, I heard this might be good with this. Right. It's kind of like if you have a culinary palette, it's not as tricky as like you would think because mm-hmm. it's similar to like when you're cooking food you yeah know, like matching tastes right, right when you're working with certain spirits like each spirit kind of has its own distinct taste you know like so it te- like tequila's from agave so mm-hmm. it's like gonna have that agave taste or like gin is from ju- juniper plant-based mm-hmm. thing so it's gonna be very planty so you think about what what combines well with those kinds of tastes you yeah. know like are there any things you should never put together that are absolutely like disgusting um that you've tried and you're like no never again I think the thing is is anytime I've had those moments I think I disassociate just a little bit you know like I'm like I just think I don't even need to remember that this was a bad combination <laughs> like, uh, throw that one out I mean I like think- I don't know you can overpower things really easily like some stuff like rose water is super super uh, potent so like if you put too much it can just be like a really big slap in your face or like mm-hmm. lavender too so it's like all about proper measurements I think as well so that you're getting like those those um, right doses of everything to get that final product that you want, you know, I like, like that. I can see what you mean by like the painting. And there's like a sense of accomplishment at the mm-hmm. end of mixing all these things and having like a really rad outcome. Like mm-hmm. I can see that cooking too. I mean, I enjoy cooking, like but, collaging um, too. In a yeah, sense, exactly. Know? Like mm-hmm. putting all these mediums together and see how it works. That's rad. So then moving into art, mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump back and forth. Do your thing, girl. We're Whatever. Here for it. I'm just going where my brain's Go going. Off, Follow please. my ADHD, guys. Let's, Let's do this. Go. We're on a ride. I'm ready. So then in the art world, you do yeah. photography. Have you ever done any sort of like? art with like painting drawing things like that as well um so i really really have wanted to paint i like as a physical illustrator i still kind of like i'm trying to figure out what i like to draw or how i like to draw mm. or what i like to use um i think photography is like a good segue to that 
I think painting comes pretty naturally after you develop a certain love for photography because they're very similar when you're doing like things like editing and post-processing. I think right now I'm moving, I think, more towards graphic design because it's kind of like being able to manipulate your photos into creating like like different pieces with them aside okay. from just like editing the photo itself. Right. So I'm trying to study more like typography and like design theory. I think inherently I have like a design brain. So like I like mm -hmm. interior decorating. I like to do like obviously design work on the computer, photography, um, like clothing stuff. I like styling things. Yeah, it's like beauty and some sort of an yeah. order to it that like I think works that, for you. In a sense, I think art <laughs> is all very order. like cross. It's all very interrelated. Mm -hmm. So I think each each different art form lends itself to another art form that's interrelated or somehow connected. So that, I think yeah. that movement of each art form, like I think if you can paint, you probably can make music. If you can make music, you can probably take photos. If you can take photos, you probably can write. Like you tap into that part of yourself yeah, in a way, but. It's all just different like practices, mm -hmm. you know? It's like, just like exercising, like you're not always gonna be the best at it like when you first start, right. but as you spend more time, you invest more in it, you become passionate about mm -hmm. it. You have like that vision, that creation, and like that's where it's like really it starts. It's like just having a vision, like oh, I love that trying to create something. You're like, how do I want to project this vision on what yeah. medium, what platform do I want to communicate this idea or like this feeling or this moment so that I can replicate my vision or feeling or that yes. experience for somebody else to also enjoy. That totally makes sense, yeah. and and that's in like um like manifestation too. Mm -hmm kind of plays a role in that too if you can see like what you mm -hmm. want and moving forward towards that yeah in little ways like yeah you can feel that feeling I've even had those moments of just like yeah when I'm gonna go on a stage or even my head is like I'll see somebody on a stage and like a big comedian be like someday like I can see myself yeah in with that the big lights yeah like mm -hmm. walking out seeing the people from their point of view you know yeah. um and just working yeah slowly towards that too that's rad so in photography what do you what kind of cameras or what do you use in that do you have a lot of like gear that you've collected over the years i um i've come to learn i started with like a nikon d80 which is like a decent camera um a canon yeah those those are okay they're all right you know i i moved on i was able to borrow a canon um i'm not a, i'm not a canon guy i i now work on sony um i have an a7c those are nice um i'm, I'm trying to also push myself to do video <laughs> mm. i think it's just like an intimidating beast for me right now just because i also have like i, I guess like expectation but do like graphic design first yeah i think everything is like in the same pot like in the same stew kind of situation it so is. i'm hoping it's like kind of just all gonna come over it'll present itself when it's time that's what yeah. i do yeah. yeah yeah so then you know you know that's a great um, but yeah, so outlook, yeah. There's a lot of people that get into video and don't know um, like anything about like Illustrator mm -hmm. or Photoshop or anything like that. And you can't, you can edit video, but you're not going to be able to put any graphics in it. Right. Like original mm -hmm. stuff yeah. at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you're like going in the right graphics next. So you're studying all these. Uh, you are you at UNM or? Oh, this is so funny. Okay, <laughs> I'm so over the place. Um, I wish I went to school for art. I ended up just falling in love with art on the way to getting through school. Um, okay. It really, it really just started when I was selling plants outside the liquor store, and I met all these other vendors. And like in reality, like my own inspiration is everybody that I've met. Like oh, I, I just love that. every time I meet someone, I hear them talk about their work, or I see all the love they put in it. They talk about how many hours or anything kind of across that board where they're like, I see myself doing this, like that really inspires me to just embrace every artistic aspect of myself and like try all these things. But yeah. I go to school for philosophy. I'm a pre-law philosophy major with a minor in sustainability. 
Um, I really like sustainable philosophy and um, like systematic thinking. And what does that mean to like like a uh, layman's term? So <laughs> I mean, I can break down the word yeah. for the listeners. <laughs> Sustainability is based around like having things last for a long time, basically right. to endure. Yeah. You know? So a lot of that is of that, yeah. So a lot of it's um, economic vitality. You want uh, social and political balance there. A lot of like environmental justice issues are relevant to this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then um, envi- environmental vitality as well. So you want to preserve the environment, obviously. And a lot of, like, awesome. recycling. Um, relative to this, we are doing a seed bombing party at Power Plant. Actually, we're going to do a workshop where we're going to create seed bombs. And we're going to have a follow-up <laughs> event there where we're going to take the bombs and throw them on unplotted land. Rad. Water them. And it's going to be basically like an urban gardening project. Um, oh, my gosh. So I'll get you details on yes, that. Yes, and where is that going to be? Power Plant. It's a new coffee shop. It's okay. off of 4th. Um, it's right next to Festinos. It's also a photo studio. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I it's like 3713, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, but you can rent the space to take photos, too. But they're doing a ton of cool events. They just opened recently, and they're doing awesome. a lot of cool stuff for the community. Oh, so there. I'll get you the details, too. Yeah, that's rad. Um, the, the plant bombing. and. Yeah. I didn't even realize that that would be in, like, a philosophy major. But, you know, in my head, I'm like, it's that don't make sense. But, like, a, or, like, you know, but yeah. philosophy is part of that, I guess, of thinking yeah. towards the future. Thinking of, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes Oh, I love that. Philosophy you was the future. What's up? I'm like, you're our future. Oh, <laughs> Save us. I mean, in a sense, I'm like, and even, like, people that are in high school for me are my future. So yeah. I'm like, all right, guys, let's get our shit together, you know. How old are you? If we, I'm 25. Oh, mind. Okay, yeah, you're great. Man, that's great age. And, like, you're doing amazing things at that age and and you're doing it when you like your brain is still really like susceptible to learning mm-hmm. all the new stuff mm-hmm. doing those brain changes uh that's awesome and a lot of people even myself it's like i didn't start comedy till like 23 like i mean 33 mm-hmm. but i wanted to you know 23 and younger yeah. so you're you're living it and not like later regretting <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm still doing it but that's rad more power to you um so photography and then the plants so you you also have just like a green thumb, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, my roommate just got plants for the indoors just so we could have like some fresh air and life around <laughs> us. And like there's a dog and things that have, so we were even at Home Depot yesterday. Yeah, but then you gotta water them and yeah, it's, so it's all about the right of, type of plants. Just, just like kidding. it's just like dogs. What like, is you don't want to get a dog that you wouldn't like right. taking care of, you know? Like yeah, if you're not a plant person, don't get a needy plant. If you if you want to just like you know have something chill, get something chill, you know? What's it? <laughs> so what's a chill plant that people can get that like, like? snake plants, spider plants, good like That's starter we plants, or like any of those. Um, the Sansevierias, any of the Sansevierias, they're of the snake plant family. Okay, those are really easy to take care of and are pretty tall. Tolerant to abuse, mm-hmm. um, cactuses obviously. Dude, I kill succul- succulents. Succulents, accident. but succulents are not cactus. They're next to each other because they can have like similar conditions. But okay. believe it or not, I mean, they're easy to kill. <laughs> I'm just kidding. A, just a tell me I didn't do bad. <laughs> a suck or no, a cactus can be a succulent, but a succulent can't be a cactus. Oh, interesting. Learning new shit, guys. Nature shit. We talk nature. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, a, a succulent's basically a, a cactus, but with no none of the thorns, right? In theory, yeah. yeah. Interesting. You know, but they usually need like a little bit more moisture to mm. to maintain them, especially like on their actual leaves. Like, mm, you like know? spraying the mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They love that kind of stuff for like fog or like humidity. Like that's why like when you go to. Um, like, you know, like, they have all the deserts in California and stuff. Like, it's humid there. And, like, mm-hmm. the, plant, the succulents there really like the humidity. Mm-hmm. It's better. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. pretty dry here. 
And then does the altitude like affect? Sorry, this is a random thing. Like our plants that we can grow. Um, so we have different like hardiness zones. So like it's more like I think about like heat tolerance too. And mm. what I've noticed too is like things have been adjusting since climate change. Mm-hmm. So like some of the plants that typically would do super super well in the summer are kind of getting burnt because of the the heat. Yes. So um, I think it's more yes. about like just like the heat tolerance rather than like the altitude. But I'm sure it plays some Cheating some them. role. You know, yeah. obviously, if you're planting it in the ground too, versus like in pots, mm-hmm. like I kind of specialize in like house plants. Like, mm-hmm. I can do gardening. I love gardening, but like my my main gig, I like house plants. The house plants. Yeah. What's your favorite? My favorite yeah. house plant. <sighs> you're like they're all my babies. <laughs> There's one plant called a pitcher plant, and it's a carnivorous plant, and it has like Ooh, this crazy okay. cup. They're also called monkey cups, and you can feed them. flies and it has acid in its stomach and it burns a fly and eats it and like the cup it stays up like this but when you feed it it closes like that and it's a really trippy looking plant too it's like got really like thin vines and then it just has like the cup you can get different sizes they have like little cups or like the big cups the big cups are really cool are they yeah are they related to venus flytrap i don't think they're related but they are carnivorous plant as well yeah i didn't know do they get big or how big yeah i mean I don't know. There's like some cups I've seen that are like, I don't know, probably like the size of my hand. Some monkey cups? What monkey are they cups. a plant? I want to see what this looks like. It's pretty Larry. trippy. It's pretty trippy. Can you find me a picture? Out some monkey cups? Yeah. Yeah. What was I'll the other name for cups. it? Uh, the real name? Pitcher plant. Pitcher plant. There's like, it's like called oh, Neo, like a... Neo something. Pitcher. Like a, like a P I T C H E R. Um, Down here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. whoa, I see. Nepeth. Ne- on Nepenthes? I don't want to mess this up. up. That's so funny. It <laughs> looks like monkey cups. Yeah. Oh, wild. Yeah. That's sick. Monkey cups right there. Monkey cup. He's going to share it to the people so they can see. Let the people see. Let the people see. This is my favorite plant. And it isn't a, a little bit of an expert mode plant. She is pretty fussy, but it's worth it, babe. Where do they grow? What what where? Uh they're mostly like in the jungles. Like they need a pretty heavy humidity. Yeah. Um Those are sick. It can't be too hot. They it's like yeah, they're big. They need they're lots of moisture. Big. Usually like I think like in Fiji and like stuff that's like really dense rainforest kind of what? stuff, you know. You've traveled quite a bit, right? Speaking of um, places. I've been around tangent. the US, but I've only been to Rome as far as being outside of the country. Mm-hmm. No, that's a lie. I went to Mexico this past summer. Yes, I remember all those gorgeous pictures oh, there goodness. that you took. <laughs> Like who is this? Lady? <laughs> hey, Where in Mexico. What's up? Where, Where in Mexico? Where in Mexico? It was uh, Playa del Carmen. What what side is that on? Or where is that near? It's kind of like I think in like the coast ish. Oh, okay. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not honestly, I'm not that great with with Mexican geography. I know that's really <laughs> Have you upsetting. Been many times? I know that's really upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> She's fake. Just She's okay. <laughs> <laughs> My family is Spanish. I'm so sorry. Are they? Yeah. So you're not. Spanish and Portuguese. Really? Do so you you're not any, Mexican. Do you know any Spanish? I know enough kitchen Spanish to know. But you're not fluent like Carla. No, no, I'm not. I mean, I've I lost some of mine. It comes back. You said yeah. you were fluent. I am. I understand fluently, and like at first, like. Give me like 15 minutes and I'm like, all right, it's back. It's just like a different part of my brain that has to open yeah, up or something. Yeah, for real, it really is. And you even have to speak in a different part of your mouth. like. Yeah, you're like holding your tongue differently. It's like under, yeah, under your yeah. tongue. And it's like I have to retransfer my brain. Like Castilian but Spanish. You don't have to. You can just talk normal white tortillas. No, then they can't. Oh, they, no. Grandes. When people do that and There's they say There's violence they, occurring in the People studio. will be like, I speak Spanish. <laughs> you're like, yo, soy la plaza, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Say I don't understand something. that. And they're like, what is Spanish? I'm like, well, you're not. Like, is the pronunciation is important, guys. Like, I don't understand you. <laughs> I hate it when you hear, like, news anchors, 
you know, chicks mostly. Mm-hmm. They'll speak normal English and a Spanish word will pop up. They'll be like, Candelaria. And then go on <laughs> That's along. That's how this And they'll just really is, throw though. it down. They'll yeah. just really roll the My R. friends used to make fun of me at like, because I was always the driver and we'd go through like Taco Bell or something. And I'd be ordering. They would just like laugh at him. I'm like, hi, can I get a quesadilla and a burrito and a taco? And all my friends like, Carly, you know? All I'm the like, Hispanic girls do that stuff. It just like comes out. I can't, I can't bastardize the Spanish language. <laughs> it's hard. You, you, know? have, you gotta show it off just a little bit. You know? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I'm built different. <laughs> Mom, there's something to me, okay? <laughs> Try and say tortilla like this. So my tongue rolls. <laughs> Literally, right? You know, like, we're different. So, but Portuguese and Spanish, that's a rat mix, too. I mean, my family does have, like, ranch history in Texas, mm-hmm. which I think might be relative to Mexico, but as far as I was informed, my family is from Spain and Portugal. And they've been here for a while, or, like, Texas Yeah, they're old, like, they're old, like, uh, Santa Fe Spanish. Oh, Mexican, right. All that's Mexican like chicks say they're Spanish. Old school Spanish. It was so interesting when I came here because <laughs> I... My friend Sarah says, she always says stuff because she... She's like, you're not from Spain. You are Mexican. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah, Because I don't know. she's Mexican. She's like, I'm fucking Mexican. But there's you're Mexican. the Spanish people who never really mixed with the Mexis, and then they ended up here. And so it was the first well, place Spain I lived. Well, Spain raped everybody. Yeah. Like, they were just raping right. back in the day. Um, I feel like it's like, how far back do you want to go? Yeah. Like, in reality, like, we all, we all kind of came, came from, from this situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Well, I Coronado is somehow related to me, so oh. I don't know why everyone flexes it. So they're like, "Oh, I'm it's not I'm good." Spanish. I'm like, "Dude, I conquistador." <laughs> yeah, I'm like New I'm Mexico. I know everyone's like, "I'm Spanish." I'm like, "What?" Does it that is mean? the only place that that's happened. Like, I move places, and they're like, maybe you know, Latina, Chicana, Mexicana. But here, because of that, because it's so settled so long ago, there's people yeah. who that are the Spanish, and then they're very specific about it. But it's like how I don't really like being called Hispanic. Yeah, like, oh, a white like man, that? white man's word to me. What do you like being called? Latina or Mexican, or Chicana, right. Latinx, or Chicana, but not Latinx. Right? <laughs> Latinx. You think you're Latinx? Well, I mean, I don't know. Tech, I mean, I guess by definition we are, but I, just, I don't say it. Yeah, I think but the Hispanics just... don't go by that. No. I've never heard one. I, everyone, I've every. Is Hispanic it more in the LGBTQ like, the community? Yeah. Is that why there's yeah? It's, it's yeah. to allow for non-binary yeah. and and movement within the gender spectrum. Yeah. I think it's. I think we it's more of a politically like correct term. You know, <laughs> right? I don't know a lot of people that verbalize Latinx, but like I think to be in reference of like the situation, like if it's like this is a Latinx as to right. allow for this spectrum moment. of mm-hmm. gender. Well, like in a news article or something. Great. You know what? I'm I think great. that's fine. I think anyone can call you whatever you want. Call me great. Great. <laughs> no more, Larry. I'm going to call you Greg. Just great. <laughs> Greg. Great. 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 Grape. Yeah. Or grape. Grape's good. Grape. Grape drink. <laughs> grape. Grape. Larry the grape. <laughs> Kool-Aid. I'm just Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, there's a guy named Kool-Aid. He's a comedian. Yeah, there is. All dang. Really? And there's an earthquake. Uh, you've done a little bit of comedy. You know, I've dabbled a bit. I, I'm, I'm big on storytelling, and I don't think it's so much that I chose comedy, but comedy chose me because my life's pretty damn funny sometimes. I just don't. Like, you know. I love your stories. <laughs> on I'm always like, hey, she's going up. They always call her Nugget. They're, they're, yeah. like, they're like, the Nugget's going up. Right, they're like, ah, she's feeling it today. And I'm like, yeah, y'all's going to get it. Who fucked up this week? You're going to end up. I used to threaten people. I'd be like, I'll roast you on comedy. I'm like, don't try me. <laughs> Have you? Like, what are some stories that you've oh, done on stage of people? No. Have you done? 
so like i tried my first roast and it was supposed to just be a joke it was just i i i'm harmless i'm harmless and it was it was of this time i went to happy accidents and it was just a joke because their concept is like pretty satirical they do a lot of like off the wall concepts and i have a deep appreciation for that i think that's cool creative thinking is awesome right Mm -hmm. and i like did a little spiel I didn't realize, I mean, not that it matters because, I mean, I, I, I'll perform it again, but, like, one of the employees was there, right? And I guess they <laughs> had let the owner know that I did the spiel, right? And she pulled up to our Halloween party at Inside Out oh, and was like, hey, I heard you do a spiel about my spot. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and I like, did, I couldn't quite read how she felt about yeah. it, you know? I was like, I don't know She's if you She's very piercing eyes. I just wasn't <laughs> sure. I couldn't read the situation well enough, so I just really just, I was like, I, I do, and if you want to hear it, you can let me know when you're coming, and I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know just for you. And I don't know if she liked that response either, but, you know, I was like, what do you want me to say right now? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, yeah, I did the skit. And it's it's a joke. Sing it all in context. Come on. I'm like, we're not taking ourselves too seriously down here. We're all a bunch of damn bartenders. Like, come on. Yeah. You guys would get up. That made me happy, too, when I'd go there. Like, you and Brandon used to get up and do the comedy. I didn't know that people thought that child labor was so funny when I tell stories about my dad. Oh, the, <laughs> I was like, I didn't realize you guys thought I, this was that funny. The picking the weed story Bro, is so one of my favorites. Labor Day, religiously, every Labor Day, that man was like, yeah, Labor Day's for laboring. And I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> so for years, we would get up and pick weeds. And at some point, I was so confused because everyone else was going to the lake, having barbecues. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like, why don't you work? And I mean, Labor I'll say this. <laughs> Politics are rising. But my, my dad was like, yeah, honestly, like, that's so white people shit and in my mind i was like oh yeah we don't we don't know anything about that so we're just gonna stay with our laboring, laboring day. day finally asked my teacher and i was like so what why is everyone off on labor day i just don't get why i'm the only one pulling weeds here so like <laughs> no one's supposed to work on labor day and i was like ah very good <laughs> very good I, I let my brother know he was a young kid too oh, i let my, my brother God. know and his facial expression was so funny i was like guess what dude we're on the bus right because my parents don't pick us up so we're on the bus <laughs> and i was like yo labor day and he's all what's good i know that's tomorrow <laughs> not for laboring not for la- it's anti-labor it's not labor day and he was like what what it was like finding out Santa wasn't real. So no, literally. Thing. That was like, you guys like, what is happening? They I was ready for family us. dinner that night. I was like, Dad, ask me what the yeah, fuck did you I rebel? learned today. I, like, sat, I was so ready. I was like, <laughs> I can't wait to tell you what I learned at school today. He, I ain't no dummy. Right? I was waiting for the question. I was like almost bent over my dish. I was like, hey, Dad. He's like, hey, what'd you learn in school today? And I was like, <laughs> I learned that Labor Day is not for laboring, you prick. I'm like, <laughs> making me pull these weeds. I'm sweating over here. Brownest kid in the whole class. Brown. I got the biggest biceps, widest yes. back. Everyone's all, oh my gosh, how'd you how'd you get your face so tan? Me crying, pulling weeds. Everybody's for paying hours. for the tans at the fucking tanning Literally. places and stuff. Like, you can come over to my house whenever you want. If you want to like do it with me, you can have like a partner activity. Yeah, get our squats in. And you already know. Clean yard. Dude, that will rip your legs up, though. It's a good workout. I, like, cleared a whole front yard one time, and it was, like, me and my dad. I was an adult, though, and he helped me because the landlord didn't take care of it. And two, two days, but by the third day, I felt like I couldn't walk. I was, like, rolling out of bed. I was, like, everything <laughs> hurt. I was, like, I'm just not. 
back from war and you're like oh like, my what is god going on? you're just in the sun way too long you're sweaty all day speaking of war speaking no! of war i felt uh, like that's why you're like is there anything you don't want to talk about so yes <laughs> so as we know it's been about what seven days now we are the countries mm. even all the whole world is just down. energy fills off i mean fucking yeah. even in the streets everybody's Having oh, yeah. car accidents, everybody's feeling stress. Everybody's feeling it. I know this is small, whatever's because I'm not in the Ukraine, obviously. But man, my heart just goes out for all of that, and it's it is scary. I listened to the State of the Union address last night. Yeah. I mean, I missed Chuck's because I was doing like deliveries. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, it always is Oof, kind of. It's kind real. of. I mean, like my mom when she. <laughs> She never became a citizen, and I was like, why? She'd help other people become a citizen. She's from Mexico, and she'd help other people. She learned fluent English, all this stuff. I was like, just become a citizen. She's like, no, what's the only thing I could do differently is, like, vote for the next, like, lesser of the two evils. She's like, it's just, or the next dumb dude. She's like, it's not really, doesn't really do much. (laughs) I was like, that's sad to think, and it sucks that people feel that way, but especially right now when I think things are in turmoil, people feel real helpless and, like, whatever. Like, what's my role? What am I supposed to be doing? And I'm just going to preach self-care to everybody at this point. And <laughs> so like, do you be your think, best self. Do you think that, I don't know if it's true, I'll have to look it up, but do they still, do they have selective, do the women have to sign up for selective service now? Really? It's. They should have to. I think they should have to. Are they <laughs> talking about, so equity is all equity. They're saying that we're not going to be in the Ukraine, but we are going to protect the NATO countries. Yeah, we're going to be on the outsides, like Poland. And you just never know what happens in that area. So that's scary. I mean, my friend Jared, who's recently, you know, Jared Ostrom, mm-hmm. one of his friends got out of the Marines, we might have talked about here. No, it happened after. His friend got out of the Marine, Kieran, who I'm sending love to. I know that kid well. And he got called back because it's been less than two well, years. Because he was on the reserve, yeah. He was less than two. He like didn't realize that would he happen. Didn't get out. He didn't think it was gonna happen. He and he didn't actually have to go and do anything, but he was just on the like reserve list. And now he got called back. And well, you know, that's my, what you get for signing up. It's like my Jeez. stepbrother was like gonna get out of the military, but I don't think they'll send them yet because he helps. Um, he's one of the floor sergeant, whatever managers for the military hospital at Fort Bliss. So he they, they like kind of needed him there. But his wife is also an LPN, and she's a combat, combat medic, combat medic. Yeah. That's a hard, that was a mouthful. Anyway, so man, um, yeah, I guess women. What do you should. think? Do you think? I think. Do you think people like? There's a lot of sensitive people out there right now. Do you think that that's just perpetuating it? Of what? There's being. Oh, we're gonna be drafted. Uh. I think it hasn't always been that way though. Like a. Like was a, a scaring about, about drafting. And shit. I don't know. We, we just didn't have social media like we did then. We just didn't have social media like then. The media yeah, really fun. So we know that people that's are That's true. We more. don't. Because you go on TikTok, dude, and every other fucking Yeah, video, we like, didn't have. Everybody like probably felt that way before, and, but now we just see it in our face. And that's wild. Yeah. This is like yeah. one of the most televised probably It's like if you were seeing Vietnam. Vietnam. Live. Like live. Can yeah. you imagine that shit, dude? Yeah, we were, talk- we were talking about this in class, and, like, I think also it's interesting because if you think about the media, like, a lot of it is very selected media. So I was looking into some of this stuff, and, like, there's a lot of war that happens that we just don't get that much coverage for, and for some reason the media is really deciding to give us a lot of coverage on on this war for some reason, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, it's very interesting to see as well, we start to get all Russia. this. 
Yeah, so it's like that's the other thing is like just going through that idea of like. We need to bring Rocky back and. There is no easy way. <laughs> right? Yeah. Honestly, the media is crazy and like social media spreads so fast now. Like you said, we're watching war in like real time, which it's crazy because we're just finally kind of starting to work through some of these COVID situations. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's really kind of hard on, I think, us as a collective to just have all of this fear yes. um, that just like is not slowing down, you know, with all of these. It's like the collective unconscious is really like hurting and unsettled. It's like very, you don't think these sensitive emotions are just perplexed on that? Because it's always been rough. I mean, think about World War II and shit. Yeah. Way rough. I think it's like Like now. Immediately boots on the ground. Like you're not, you know. Well, you you have to think about now and in a good way. Yeah, people are sensitive. But I think also in a good way, people talk about feelings more than they used to. Like in fact, they they weren't allowed to feel. Larry wasn't allowed to feel. I I don't like to feel. Yeah, no, it's okay. And now it's It's like a little bit allowed now. And so people. And again, yeah, with social media, it's uh, just out there. To me, I consider it like weakness. Yeah, and that's often what we're taught, you know, is like to be sensitive is to be weak. But I think in reality, like at least how Unless I it comes to my daughter, it, then that's different. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's like it's kind of an evolved. It's an evolved sign of a human. Like your sensitivity is really your humanity in mm-hmm. a sense, you know, mm-hmm. like your ability to feel emotion. Granted, we all project that differently. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like. I think it's I mean, like, like managing managing emotions is something that I think we're still all kind of touching on, like the idea of like you are able to be more sensitive, but how to properly manage these emotions, yes. you know, communicate your feelings in a way that I don't hear you crying about pulling weeds from. <laughs> oh, there was tears back then. Trust me, the yeah. thing is, is you yeah, know, you've got like ten jobs now, right? You're, yeah, the emotional yeah. management then, and so like I'll feel them, but then how do you regulate? Or even, yeah, it's um, all about like I think regulating and like expressing things in in a way that you think is effective. You know, mm-hmm. um, what is uh, sorry, yeah. Jess Wood and I talk. I was, we were talking a lot recently too about the four agreements as well as like yeah. those things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like try to keep a, the four agreements. Oh my god, right now it's like don't make assumptions, uh, don't take things personally. Be concise with your or be clear with your words, which I'm not right now. What is the fourth one? Oh my gosh, what's the fourth one? I'm trying to remember what the last assumptions. One was. Don't look. Can you don't go to the, the bathroom in your pants? No, look up don't the shit four in the agreements. Easy bathroom. Can you look up the four <laughs> agreements for me? Um, cause they do help. I mean, I think we assume a lot and sometimes we start in our head sensationalizing ideas that aren't even real and that haven't even yeah. happened, you know? And then people get carried away with what if this, what if I'm like, dude, be in the moment. Like that hasn't happened. Don't yeah. worry and stress yourself and give energy to, to worrying. And that comes from like, as a kid, I worried so much. Like, always do your best. Always do your best. Yes. yes. Everybody right now just do self care. Do your best. Sometimes when I was in massage therapy, I love their principle. And she said, uh, you know, sometimes you're not 100% and you don't have that much energy and you're maybe at least 70. Then just bring that 70% with you. Like, we're not, you know, sometimes you're 40%, but just do your best on that 40%. And I'm like, yeah. cool. All right. It's like, sometimes you're not 100 and we're not all 100 right now. So agreement to yourself. Make the four agreements. Literally. That's my um, self-care you message it. to you. You gotta try it. My other little um, exercise, I don't know if I've done it on here before, they do in stressy moments, and you guys at home can do it with me. <laughs> you can too. All right, guys. All right, so what we're gonna do is like I think about um, the just like the energy in the world, and maybe even specific things, and breathe that in, like a deep breath in, and think of that as smoke collecting in your lungs, and kind of sitting there, or like clouds, maybe thunder clouds, and now let go and think of like good lightning beams of good energy, like you recycled the smoke into some good energy out into the world. So. Wow. 
just fill it up and then put out the good. Yeah. And you don't have to keep that in there. You just recycle it into like good yeah. energy. So that's my also tip for um, you can do that. Just take 10 minutes. When you do that? Sometimes. But sometimes I'll just do it when I'm driving where I'm like, oh, I'm feeling rushed. You're like, yeah, you should especially do it okay. when you're driving. Yeah, you should Close definitely do that when you're driving. No, I just deep, deep, whatever. My that's what happens on the freeways whenever I can't get home and it takes way too long. I'm just <laughs> usually angry. I'm freeway angry. at people. That's why I put on my Deepak Chopra, like, <laughs> meditation <laughs> thing. Sometimes when I'm rushing, I'm just like, he's just like, be calm, be centered. <laughs> think of the universe and hold it in your hand. Oh my and gosh. like all these, like, what a, you know, bring all the parts of you from the ends of the earth back into yourself. It just and cracks like, me up. It's so it's, like the, the soothing, like, spot. Yeah. I feel like real, like when you're really working on things, it is violent. Like, I don't think like everyone's like, oh, you're just sending yourself out. It's, oh, it's that great. makes me happy. It's pretty that. aggressive. I'm pretty, I'm feeling like at least like what I've been experiencing this year, like, trying to get my own shit together like it's not i think there's like some toxicity to like this like sprinkly like sparkly spirituality thing where it's like mm -hmm. oh i'm getting to know myself like mm -hmm. in our humanity we are in a sense a little fucked up here and there so like it's like when you're really trying to work on yourself and like you're getting over these humps with anxiety and stuff like that it's it's pretty difficult and I, I think it's like it doesn't help when people try and glamorize it, like and they make it seem like it's this like cute process, you know. It's kind of oh like, right, yeah, yeah. People put the you know the everything yourself yeah. when really it's like this turmoil inside that you're not even turmoil, but this like thing that you're getting it's over, over. It's an overcoming thing, yeah. You know? Like it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the things you're overcoming, you're like uncomfortable. It's like mm -hmm. the thing where you're like forcing yourself to slow down and breathe. Like a lot of time, it is like super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But it's like cool because it's like every time you're uncomfortable, you get to have that equal amount of growth. You know, so it's worth it. It really it's is. Worth it. Even like the breathing stuff, like I had a moment in Tucson that I had like a little panicky thing. I was trying to leave. I was tired. The toilet wouldn't work at my <laughs> sister's. I'm like plunging. I just got hot and overwhelmed and like started feeling like I wasn't breathing almost hyperventilating. I was like, Carl, you haven't gotten to this point in a while. And back in the past, I would have just let that ride out. Like, and I'm anxious and I'm, I'm feeding into it more. But at this point, I I was proud of myself that I got to points like I need to sit down and like literally just breathe like and I didn't even have to really remind myself I just took like a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Back in the day that you know and now it still is those motions are uncomfortable but it, you get it gets a little bit easier yeah. to manage them and then for people struggling especially if they're at the beginning of any sort of process mental growth any of that it it is like you said it's really that's a good way it is it is uncomfortable but it's so worth it it's, yeah I think comedy is like really helpful with that stuff too I think that's why I really like doing it too is it seems like we've all somehow been able to like laugh at our pain kind of thing mm -hmm. and it's fun to be able to just like not take yourself so seriously because I think sometimes it's like really hard to just get really caught up and yes. like to just have like this funny reality where it's like oh it's kind of it's a little bit of a joke right now yeah like, you can't take just, everything too seriously yeah you kind of cool it off you're like yeah honestly i'm just always chilling because it's a joke it's an ongoing living joke you know you're kind of <laughs> just like yeah. you should you just find buckle the humor up in life. that was always the thing is like even as a kid i was so worried but i always found the humor in life and even now i'm like when things are bad, I'm like, I'll find the silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> Something. It's and usually all it's humor. Good. But you're right, yeah. I talk in the last I've said it again and I'll repeat if comedy has really, I think, helped my mental health mm -hmm. and my growth process in that. And um and it is uncomfortable to get on stage sometimes and put that out there <laughs> and you know, whatever. But that makes you stronger too, because then you're proud that you just like did, did it. it. 
and yeah. uh, and you learn. And, I mean, even if you bomb, you still thought you were funny. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, dude, I did free. <laughs> you, know? yeah. you gotta have a small party. Like, better luck next time. I got the next time. <laughs> Yo, you I thought a, it was yeah, funny. There's a small know? amount of delusion that goes into that. Right? Yeah. But you hope that after you've been there a minute, if other people around you are funny, saying you're funny, and you have good taste, and the people you know aren't funny. You know, it's gotta add you know, up. The like, it adds up. Add I up. guess I'm funny. Right? Like, you know, I gotta be at least a little. A little funny. bit. I'm surrounded by the good ones. Right. Like, and we all agree that those ones. <laughs> right. Because you're a reflection of me, and you're funny. I must then be funny. Yeah. And I try not to hate. It takes people a while. Some people at the beginning, it's like they're not funny for months and months, and all of a sudden they hit like some sort of like streak where it's like, damn, they have a growth in them. Yeah. And, dude, they're doing what Being they want to do and be themselves. And yeah. um, not to put Tyler Lovely on blast, but we mm. even went to the Bosque yesterday and. And went for a walk and we we're just talking about refocusing and where we need to be putting energy and just changing and then he was like you know but then sometimes do i even he's like there's so many comedians do they need another one do they need a whatever <laughs> i was like yeah but if yes. you live your there are a lot there's so many and he's like am i woodwork. being whatever i was like true but you know if you think about it just you and your life a, it's going to make you feel fulfilled. If if yeah. it is still fulfilling to you, don't let society... B, if you are feeling fulfilled, then you're a better human for society and a better part of the collective here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. And that other people need. And we make people laugh, so sometimes we have to remember that. It's like about the audience, too. They connect. They, mm -hmm. you know... And yeah, there's a shit ton of comedians, especially now. Maybe the world needed it. I love that. I love that. It should keep growing. No, I love that everyone wants to there's try There's room for everybody. No. Yeah, but you've got well, people that are, George. Yeah, but you've got people that some people that are just using that. You got some people that are just using that as a title and not Oh doing yeah, anything. oh yeah, there is a different there is a difference. And there are different levels. Some people are just wanting to do it at like a local level and because it's a fun thing for them and they yeah. enjoy it. But then some definitely can see the drive that they're like trying to get pushed farther. Yeah. And then some do it twice ten years ago and say they're comedian. <laughs> I mean, manifestation process each their own, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I guess, like, what's the threshold to be like when you say you are? Well, aren't it's like or saying, not? I've, yeah, know, when I did scrapbook yeah, one what, time. I'm a scrapbooker. I'm wondering. Come on. Oh, that you did it once. What that, do you think it would be? Uh, somebody could call themselves a comedian. Like, where do you think the lie, like, the point is? In you're their doing. You're, Getting up there every week. Yeah. Every week. And you're on like so shows. Not every month. Like frequency and consistency. Not every Consist month. Yeah. Every week. Consistency. Like then. you need to be working on your material. Like mm -hmm. some people aren't writers. Some people are. I mean, it depends on what you want to do with it, you know? What if like, you're good at it, though? Like what if you don't do it that much, but you're good at it? How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, the crowd's going to, I mean. I you know, because like, because so like that's, I just say that because like. I don't do all of the things that I do on like the same consistent basis Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. Like I do some here, I do some here, I do some here, I do some here, which is also why when people are like, what do you do? I don't have like one final title to give anybody. I'm just kind of like, this is what I do for this many hours a week and this for this many hours a week and this, and I'm good at this, mm -hmm. I'm good at that, I'm, you know? I'm doing it so when you're Some comedians might that you know? take, take that as a form of disrespect. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. It's like the thing is like, if, if I mean, if you just go into product, an open you know, mic, yeah. Like, why would they be disrespected though if they're good? You know, like, oh, they pulled up, they only did a couple yeah. times, but they have good stuff. They Wouldn't that just mean better. that they're passionate, they're good, at, like they're inspired, or they've cra they've crafted or perfected something, a technique that they can still? Are you bring on out. a bill? 
I'm on a bill. Oh, she's not talking about herself. She's oh, no, not me. I'm not a comedian. No, I'm talking about anybody. If they're not if on they're, a Oh, on a bill, show, yeah. Like, so if they're not getting mics, paid for it? Because how not, many artists are good and not getting paid for if it? If you're not oh, so doing, many, yeah. like, if you're just doing open right mics now. and you're not on a yeah. bill, like, that's fine. Yeah. But, I mean, you you got to take it seriously. But, gonna yeah, do it, you I don't want to see people on shows that don't really do it consistently. Like they, I, Well, yeah. you're not going to be good if you do that. And, I, yeah, it's a respect of the whole show put together. Um, There's nobody that just walks up on stage and is automatically fucking killing it. I mean, come on. Right. That might happen once every <laughs> in a while, like a freak accident. But, no, you have to work on your material. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have to have some kind of a premise in your head, yeah. depending on. How you work it out on paper in your head. I mean, you have to care about the art form. You know, there's some people that just get up there and start doing a set repeatedly, and they already know where they're at and what's Mm -hmm. going on. They don't need to write it down. Mm -hmm. Like Earthquake, he doesn't write anything down. Mm -hmm. Patrice O'Neill, he never wrote anything down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a learn in different ways. No, but he was going up every fucking day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and people, yeah. yeah, it's that learning process in different ways. Or some need to sit and down and write, right? Yeah. Some need to work it out on stage. Some work it out in their head. Yeah. Some, you know. And I guess, yeah, you have like, to. It's just stuff. like doing video and doing photography. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to keep creating content. Right. If you're not creating content, you're not putting it out there. You're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess like also because like on the flip side of this of this conversation is this idea where it's like, <clears throat> like so for graphic design, I do I regularly get commissioned and I do it for my job but I don't really call myself a graphic designer and now I'm getting commissioned for things I don't necessarily consider a job that I do what 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 are you using hmm. I use Adobe I use what, Adobe what? well so like I work through the I'm working on some of the Photoshop techniques right now because I've been trying to um, manipulate my photos a little bit more I've worked in InDesign I've been learning more on Illustrator mm-hmm. sometimes I'll work through some of like the um, for like quick content that I have to flip really quick I'll use the creative cloud it has like a couple like light templates that mm-hmm. I can work through because it's like you Everybody have to do high production it. you kind of just like need to get some stuff done but like mm-hmm. for the fine-tuned stuff like I have some things I would maybe send like a publication or print I work through like Photoshop, Illustrator, and Design, nice. stuff like that. You try um, on different stuff. That's yeah. I know Procreate's really popular right now, so I've thought about getting into Procreate because I've certain, seen some have people you, do some stuff. No. Have you tried that, Larry? Yeah. I don't have yeah. an iPad. I work all of like all that's, off my that's laptop. That's Apple shit. Mm, yeah. yeah. So We're not Apple people. Not I mean, not that Apple I hate. It. I just I don't yeah. Know. I just never. I never. I've had a couple, but I've always been Photoshop, Illustrator. Yeah, my dad design. uses Corel Draw still. I use Corel Draw. Yeah, my dad he loves Corel Draw, and I remember he tried to show me when I was a little bit younger, and I still was kind of like uncertain this about the it. First, first um, graphic design program. Yeah, yeah, he still uses it to this day. Way so. before Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, your dad does graphic design. So my dad owns a coffee shop. I learned all these things because my dad opened a coffee shop when I was. Uh, like 13 roughly and um he took me and my brother through that process from like kind of the the build-up of the business we would do mock-ups in the garage we'd go places and pick up parts and then like construction we were helping with plastering painting loading stuff in and then uh eventually we worked there for him as well so he showed us like the back ends we would go get supplies Mm -hmm. we would go pick up payroll talk about cost analysis kind of stuff um and then yeah we kind of just did some management for him for a while that's until rad. we did other stuff but he showed us a lot of the back way so it's cool because now Same. like i did my own startup um two years ago i think it's ancora uh, cafe and bakery they're a therapy cafe That's me so and cool. uh, a couple of my friends natasha and elena we did the startup together us three mm-hmm. and um we we ran it for a couple months and it was really cool we created a little community i don't know if you know the monsoon music house Mm-mm. 
they're a, a collective now, and um, we got to meet all of them. Um, I want to say this was prior to their collective, but they would come to the open mic on mm -hmm. Wednesday, and they would do live music. Mm -hmm. And then we all kind of started regrouping downtown, and now um, we work with, with them pretty regularly with, like, music stuff. So. Oh, that's rad. It's cool to see it all interconnected because we do the, the art walk stuff because I was working yes. for El Rey before I worked for Ancora, so I was able to still do stuff with them during the pandemic. Okay. So we would do pop-ups at, at the Art Walk together, and then we would still hang out at, like, Encore and do pop-ups there and music and stuff. So it's, like, a similar community that's moved around a little mm -hmm. bit. And the, and the therapy ca cafe by that, what mm -hmm. do you mean, therapy? So uh, they're in a nonprofit. Way? They're connected to Perfectly Imperfect Therapy Center. Okay. Um, and the, the point of that cafe was to take people that were in therapy and allow them employment while they're in therapy to get job experience. So then once they finish their therapy program they can go and get oh, employment so at other spaces as well because they'd be trained so that is so that great. was the goal for yeah. for that that's amazing so you work in that as well and then you were mentioning art walk so yeah let's talk art walk because it is this friday right yes so this is the last month that i won't be participating in art walk because we are opening inside out april 1st oh yes April Fool's Day. We're going to do a banger this season. Um, we're going to open up the, the third floor of the El Rey, the mezzanine as well. So we're going to have some dual story action. Um, and then, yeah, obviously art I'll markets. for Cannibal Corpse? Yes! Oh, that's VIP. I love that. What does that include, the VIP shit? Honestly, where you bought the tickets is going to have more information than me. I do the social media, but I'm not your ticket guy you i'm sorry <laughs> i'm also your bartender so i mean i am that guy You're but gonna not. Be there, cannibal? yeah i'll be working probably cool. the main bar so nice. i work all the other shows um she's everywhere we're everywhere we like to be there for the stuff i, I hate missing out on things it's probably like that's my achilles heels i hate missing out on fun <laughs> stuff i used to be so sad i'd always work in high school so i would miss football games and parties and all that stuff so then once uh, i like, i graduated and moved out i was like i am going to all the things i got a job at no a more. bar yeah. <laughs> it's been game over since i'm at every function <laughs> no more fomo before we get to the bar life I do want to ask more about art yeah, a little yeah. bit. So what is your hand in like this week? Like what? What's, so what's... Uh, for the the weeks that I have been off from um, booking art walk events, mm -hmm. I have been using it for networking and also to kind of touch with some other locations that might be interested in partnering with us because we do get a lot of overflow whenever we do booking for art events. Right. Um, I, I did this event for Por Vida and I opened up the forum and it booked itself in three hours with 25 vendors. Snaps, that event was big, wasn't it? Yeah, I so almost went down there, but it's cool. So I know we're gonna have a lot of overflow. So I'm looking to kind of um, partner up with other locations besides just Seventh and Central mm -hmm. to send our overflow over to, so everyone gets an opportunity to still participate. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will be we will be participating in Art Walk this summer, and um, that's kind of where everything I guess got started in mm -hmm. a sense. It was originally just myself and a couple people doing. Um, just like a variety of stuff. There's like four vendors, I think, to start the first art walk we ever did. Wow. It was like, at first I did one by myself, and then I saw it was busy. I invited a couple of my friends, okay. and then from four it went to like, I think, eight of us. That's so um, and then after that, it grew from like, it jumped from like eight to like 20. And then the next one we had like 30. How many have you done, or how long has it been going on? Um, I want to say, I, I did a, I don't know. I think I did the spring and the summer season this past year. I started in February. Mm -hmm. I started in February. Oh, it's only been like a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so cool. it's grown a lot in a year. I've been trying to go. Jesswood and I usually head down It's there. so fun. It's, it's so, so fun. Yeah, if you guys don't know and you haven't been, it's like 
and I think this week will be good because the weather, I think, is supposed to be nice. Yeah, I think it's hopefully. supposed to be a little windy tomorrow or on Friday, but hopefully it's just, it's just like wind, during guys. the day. It's just wind. Um, bring your windbreakers. Those are in fashion these days. Yeah, but great. yeah, they have a bunch of vendors. They have food trucks, all sorts of vendors from like art to jewelry to, you know, like candy things yeah to, a little bit of everything i mean resin art yeah they have like musicians graphic stuff I'll, yeah graphic stuff what's up do you charge per table it kind of depends like i really don't like to have to charge for space you know so it's kind of just like based off the agreement i have with the per like the the location we're partnering with mm-hmm. um just because it's damaging to the community to do work for free, I also don't organize for free anymore. So mm-hmm. um, some of those costs do occasionally go in for an organizing fee, I guess you would say. But um, I, I try to keep it as minimal as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Patty should get in on it. Yeah. She's yeah, if, if you're a crafter or artist, you let me know. The... I'll get your, your information. Hey, we used to have them on the table. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. All the tree her metal work, she's amazing. Um, but yeah, artwork's great, and uh, you can eat food. They even have the OTC circus or whatever, yeah. there, which is fun. Go see local artists, listen to music. There's kids skateboarding That's in the areas. Yeah, it's a whole jam. It's, it's rad, and it's you feel your community, and you feel a part of something. And especially right now, I think that's important for us to like just. Bad together, together and feel feel not alone, man. Yeah, yeah. it can be alienating our emotions, emotions. So we did want to <laughs> know. Um, like, what are your favorite bartending stories? Do you have any good ones? Uh, oh, Some wild, like, wild stories. people's. You know, and it's like, it's hard to pick these stories. I think now, instead of just stories, we've expanded it to where we have characters <laughs> that come into the bar. Okay, and they all have their own ongoing narrative. <laughs> like uh, regulars? And stuff? Yeah, basically, yeah. basically. And we, and we sometimes <laughs> fabricate stories as to what we think they do before or after they come here. Yes. You know, like... <laughs> We, um, oh, our hilarious. friend Rico, we always know that we know him for his fashion sense, Rico. you know, yep, yep. we I always, know we, um, I think, I think Josh was neighbors with Rico for a oh, minute really? and, um, we always, we always would talk about how we, we would think Rico would be at home dancing to his favorite songs. You know? <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> you he know, he has I, very fun glasses on that are different colors. I don't know. Yeah. Rumor has it. He has a mural of himself in his kitchen on his wall. No, he doesn't. I, I wouldn't mean, put it past him. Rico, if you're listening. Rico's a very interesting <laughs> cat, man. I think he showed up one time in just like a clear vest or something even. Yeah, like, yeah. like yellowy clear yeah. vest with like red sunglasses yeah and, like, yeah we all need a pair of rico all, glasses yeah and know? i would like to raid his like sunglasses like yeah. collection yeah just grab he has a yeah. really cute dog though shout out to his dog oh my gosh i'm not <laughs> even gonna okay. say what that dog's name is but you would not believe what he named it i Wait, cannot say it you on can't? air i will not say is it, on it a air. bad word oh yeah it's a bad is word. it the worst word i mean it's not the worst the word c word is no, it the no. f word or the no. n word it's neither uh, he named his dog Puneta. Oh no! For your dog, I'm like, oh my god! I don't know what that means, but that doesn't sound bad. Like a little pussy, basically. Like, I don't know. <laughs> basically, like a little pussy. I don't know. Small vagina. We've heard bad things. It'd be better oh if we call it a big vagina. Yeah, it's like a pit bull, pit bull yeah. size. 
I would say the liquor store, the bar stories are good, but the liquor store stories are better. Liquor store stories. They really are. Because you also work at El Rey Liquor Store, which is I did. I did during the pandemic, which was just such a ride. I loved meeting all the regulars and everyone in between. Mm -hmm. Actually, the other day, I I don't know, this might become offensive at some point, but, you know. Nobody wants it. We're thinking out loud here, okay? (laughs) We're thinking out loud. We we had a situation on Wednesday, last Wednesday, that uh, there was a a bomb threat outside of Launchpad. What? They had the the cops were surrounding the area. It was blocked off. And we were like, what is going on? My, My manager's showing us some videos and um we we got the the actual box of what they thought was the bomb and it turned out it was just some mic cases that got left outside <laughs> so now we're calling it bomb threat wednesdays bomb threat wednesdays yeah wait were you downtown i didn't even hear the full story sorry i cut you off but this, the, somebody going around shooting people downtown recently i no stabbing stabbing, stabbing people, people. i was home i think we have been staying home but it was like superficial stabbing you know superficial like, stabbing. You know, like a couple yeah. inches in just a little stabbing. Just you know, a little poke. pokey. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like the guy on the subway real that casual. sticks you with just the pen. Just real casual stab. No, Happy like, Tuesday, Burke. Just like a cash guy. stab. Just a little Remember cash. back in the 80s? Your friends they had like the guy, you enough. Remember back in the 80s, they had the guy on the subway that was like poking people with needles Oh, and yeah, shit. yeah. They used to say like, oh be careful gosh. when you sit down or anything. There might be like a hypodermic needle trying to, they was, was it, they were saying that people were putting AIDS in them and then shooting people with AIDS. Yeah. Jeez. And I was like, what is happening? New York subway is just going around poking people with when I used to play rugby, we played in the war zone once, and they told us we had to uh, peruse the grass for needles before we played. Yep. Yeah, there was a big problem over there, just right over here on Eubank. He was still to Cone Park. Oh, my gosh. Little, little, that uh, baseball park on Eubank, they had to tear up everything yeah. and resod it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Man. I guess, wow. They were inside out one of the last times I went before, you know, close for the season. Yeah. I was outside, like, smoking like a bad kid. And then this guy who's, I could, already saw him go up. Oh, my God. What is the The door guy. His hair. Oh, my God. With his hair? The door guy. Adam? Adam. Yeah, he was like, no, man, you're too drunk. Like, you can't come in. Yeah. And this and that. And, he kept, and then he found me, and he was like, hey, can I come in with you? Just act <laughs> like I'm with you. And I was like, he already just said no. Like he I knows me. Just... He knows we're not together. Let me just hide you. And he was like, okay, cool. Well, you got any, anything on you? I was like, no. He's like, can I have your cigarette? I was like, okay. Guys all fucking taking everything. So I gave him the rest of my cigarette. I go in and I come out later and I feel bad. He's like, there's paramedics and it's that dude. He's passed out on the ground. So I think he already had the drugs. Mm, I'm not sure. I don't know. He passed out. Something happened. <laughs> she was, might, might have been too drunk. He's also maybe a little too drunk. Because he didn't seem like that. Like, yeah. you know, it seemed like he maybe had a home. Yeah. But he was just like. He didn't <laughs> seem a like a murderer. Bit. He didn't <laughs> seem murderer. He didn't come off oh as a murderer. <laughs> Real quick, Tandy. So my dumb ass. Ugh, I don't even know. I love you, Jess Wood, for sticking by me through thick and thin during this weekend. We love Jess murdered? Wood. No, but we, um, <laughs> we went to Tucson and on the way back, we ran out of gas because I like we were just talking I in my head I'm like stopping in Los Lunas cool just right before both just, of you guys are in like them and Louise both you two in the car I'm driving and she's in oh, the truck that was yeah, that was destined to happen you running out of gas <laughs> well I know <laughs> and I've like never really like I did it once in my friend's car recently but otherwise I don't think I've ever had that issue but I like was gonna stop for gas and then I passed Los Lunas I was like oh shit I hope I make it to Sleta and we make it like four miles past Los Lunas so I can see Los Lunas and I can see Albuquerque and I'm like and it's cold it's like 10 30 at night and she calls AAA she has AAA 
two hours, nobody's coming, but they keep saying they're working on it. She calls like six times, nobody's coming, nobody's coming. It's getting like midnight, 30, it's getting cold because we have no car on, it's fogging up the windows. Two guys finally at like 1 a.m. or no, like 12.30. What? Why didn't you just call me? I didn't even think about that. It was late. I don't Jeez. know. Jeez. <laughs> so here's what ends up happening. We did get rescued. Patty would have come and fucking brought you gas. It was I would have brought you gas. I don't like fault. You just said final. it was like what? Nine o'clock? It was like ten thirty or eleven. We would have come. We're up. That's true. I'm always <laughs> messaging Larry at like midnight. Oh, in That's the future. So thank you for thank you. They're like fam. Count on your friends, thank Carla. You. So ended up having we did, but we waited. And two guys, like, did show up separately. One guy in this tiny car, like a tiny little Mexican dude, he's like, hey, you need help? You need help? Blah, blah, blah. He's probably nice, but it looked like he came from the opposite side. Like he did a flip the bitch and just, oh, women. Yeah, flip the bitch. Titties. Somebody in trouble. Titties. It's, like, almost 1 a.m. Like they couldn't see us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I she's think, hitchhiking. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he might have even thought I was alone because Jess was kind of like, my truck's in big and couldn't see. I didn't even roll down the way. I was like, it's fine. Someone's coming. And then some other guy shows up and another little car and comes and he's wearing, like, we think it's AAA because he's wearing like a vest that has like, you know, stuff like whatever on it. And then he's like, hey, you guys need help. It's like this white guy. He's kind of like looking around. And younger dude in his hands in his pocket. I thought he was carrying something at first. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I barely like almost rolled. And I was like, no, we're fine. He's like, are you sure? Are you sure? And kept like looking at both of us. And I was like, why didn't you say, hey, really creepy. Go, go get me some gas. Because he might murder us. How would he murder he you if he's going to get us. the gas? Because after he gets the gas, then no murder. Jess Wood would kill you. Just that gotta guy. see more. Jess told me not to open the window. She's like, no murders. So no murders. No murders, no murders on this trip. <laughs> and not I was like, time. yeah. And I was like, they have little cars. They would like steal my truck to move the bodies, and like Damn. that's why they had it. Your so mind just starts rolling. <laughs> yeah, we at this point are calling right. UFOs to come pick us up. We're like, is somebody. So then AAA is not coming. They keep saying they're coming. That's why we weren't calling. When finally at like midnight, I was like. Fuck this, it's cold. Call William. Even though the garage is happening, I call William. And he was about ready to leave. And he's like, wait, no. My old roommate, John, who I kind of know, he's like, he's out on the road doing Uber. He'll go get you. And he came and brought us gas and followed us to the gas station and like Aww. was going to follow us home. Wow. Just this nice dude. And like Jess even was like, I don't know what I'd do if I was alone. And John even like gave her his number. Like, if you have an emergency, let me know. And just nice dude. And one of William's best friends, like they've known each other for years. So it's like... I, uh, yeah, that was a moment. That's a serial killer, buddy? No. <laughs> right? Yeah. His accomplice. No, William. <laughs> so you know William Willard? No. He, he uh, goes to the, the mics. He has the long hair and the glasses. He kind of looks like he could be a king conquistador. Oh, I think I do. Like, he might look He's like, 35 years old you know, and He might be braces. a vampire. We're not sure. He has braces. I live gothy. with him. So I live with oh, him. Okay. And yesterday, part of my William Willard shit, I called you while this was happening. He went to go try out ladders yeah. and get them. And then he's... And at the garage, he says something about, yeah, to get a new ladder so I can get into my ceiling. And I'm like, who gets to And that's what I said. I said, because that's where all the bodies are. I was like, uh, now I'm creeped out. I'm going to have blood dripping through my ceiling. Soon. No, he's not going to kill you. You're the roommate. Yeah, I'm the roommate. I'm going to end up being the accomplice because I have told him I would help him. Guilty by association. Yeah, take some bodies to the dump or something. You know, at least your exes know better now. Would you? Uh, I asked Patty one time. I fuck. said, I said if I came home and said, you know what, I'm really sorry, but you know, the dude in front of me fucking pissed me off and I killed yeah. him. We need to, you know, I got the body in the trunk. You gonna help me? <laughs> Patty's like, 
I would turn you in in a second. Would she? Yeah. Hey. I think. I was like, why would you turn me in? She's like, why are you going one. around murdering people? Hey. That's true, because in her head, she's like, he could flip out and murder me if I piss him off. No, then now I'm going to murder her because she said she's going to turn me in. Now you're going to. Now you're next. I thought I was giving myself up. That Larry's real. Me and Larry sharing a lot. Is there anyone you would murder or help uh, murder for or help yeah, clean help. it up? Ooh, like, ooh, is there yeah, anyone that the if they called you and mm. you were like, they were like, I you need can't help. ask a Hispanic guy. That's was, a resounding. What if yes. it was even? <laughs> what if? Okay, because there's a morality clause, and I used what? to teach kids this in foster. Well, not even in foster no. care, but oh yes, my Patty's thought on the process on that is: what about the family of the murdered person? They'd be missing them forever. Fuck yes. that guy. He pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's so sweet. You're a good person, Patty. No, I, she's not. She turned. Me I in, know dude. Larry's a good person by association. <laughs> Because if he's with Patty, then Larry's got to be all the well, I would never all the murder rough anybody, and tough. He ain't rough and tough. Accidents happen. No, I know. Well, that's the thing. I feel like that's how Putin's So this is like right? the morality thing. Like, fucking <laughs> <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> yeah, there's some. Do people. you know what he's using? Vacuum. You see these vacuum bombs? Vacuum bombs. What? Yeah, it's a form. It's like a poor man's way to use a nuclear bomb. What does that mean? Well, what it does, it's a bomb that goes off and it sucks all the oxygen out of the area. <sighs> and like, it's, supposedly it's like really fucked up, but I, I have a video. But what does taking all the you. oxygen out of the area do then? I'll show you. Hold on. Oi. Um, they are doing, before I get back to the murdering thing, they are doing, <laughs> so Jess was on a show with Greg Romero Wilson and at Laughs and Tucson, she opened and like, um, hosted, but he was talking about. He was like, "Yeah, they need to send just like the prisoners to like, cause they're all jacked in there to war to like fight." And dude, Ukraine ended up actually really doing that the other day. They were sending prisoners that have combat skills or wanted to do it to hot zones, letting them really? out of prison and working oh off my there, goodness. helping work dude, off like their sentence. Have you seen the basically. supermodels that are going to the Ukraine to fight? Dude, I and saw that. Out. I was on. Wow. Wait, what? Supermodels? Yeah, yeah, supermodels from fucking... where? Here. No, from the Ukraine. Oh, like, they're going you know, to they're all Eastern European hot there bitches. There was some eighty-year-old <laughs> man that like showed up wanting to fight. He had like, oh, was this? I like kind of cried in it. He showed up with like a little old suitcase with like a couple sandwiches and like water and like a couple of changes of clothes and said he wanted to fight like, to save. His and do you know those uh, fourteen Ukraine soldiers that were on the island that they said died? That told the Russian oh, warship right. to go fuck themselves? themselves. Yeah, they're alive. Oh, thank God. They were captured. Captured. They were captured. Fuck. Oh. No, they're fine. Oh. They're just getting a little bit of nerve no. damage. Oh, oh, I feel it in my nerves when you say. So back to murder. Is there anyone that okay? So morality wise, because I used to teach kids this and whatever is like, there's certain levels where some things in emergency or for like self. Yeah, let me show you this real quick. For self preservation, whatever you you are allowed to do in a way. Let me show you this bomb okay. real quick. For the sake of self preservation. Like, but you know, not good hearted. <laughs> uh, resounding yes to moving. The body for a select fee. Oh yeah, yeah. That's my sister, and I would, I would help her move a body. Yeah, you, you would. I feel like family's a given. A family's a given, and also Except my, my dad. sister would. I wouldn't help my dad move really? a body. No, my you wouldn't. No. White people, white people don't. <laughs> white people turn on each other. Uh, and that is exactly why I still trust the man after making me pull weeds. <laughs> yes. I would move a body for a select so here's that Depending if it's accident, if it seems like they're going to do it a lot, then I'll turn them in. There you go. <laughs> You're like, if it's not a consistent habit. <laughs> if it's not cereal. Oh, yeah, first. Oh. oh, my God. Watch. That has to be so bad for the environment. Nah. It's okay. Why 
is there a heart? The Ukraine, you know, like. Oh, Ukraine. I see, I see, I see. Watch that. Whoa. Is. Thermobaric terrible. weapon, it's called. That is insane. Thermobaric. Yeah, the environment, man. Like, Crazy shit. Talk about anxiety. Ugh. The world is yeah, like, and all the kids like, oh, I hope I don't get drafted. We used to say that shit when we were invading Afghanistan and Iraq and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope it, I'm out of, I what? think, drafting. Damn, Americans always making it about them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. I know. I'm like, when are we showing up? But I think, I mean, everybody always looks to us when war happens if it's against <laughs> our enemies. Like, they're all the most confrontational in the room. What do you have to say? Yeah. My bad. The BS yeah. shit was up there. The Ukraine was even the like. The girl that you, always has something to say about. They were saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you have to say? It's like, we don't want uh, to say this. No, come on. We need you to say something. And now it's like, they're all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Were you showing me something? That you're showing no, I accidentally had the BS show shit up there. So oh, like BS him. show stuff. Yeah. Oh, he also produces BS show. You know, Bukti and them six. Yeah, was six there yesterday? No. I was just listening. But yeah, he wasn't. It was Josh Fournier, um, yeah. AJ Matthews, and Buck. AJ looked all fly. You see, you know AJ. Yeah, I know AJ. He's been dressing really he's nice quiet. lately. He's a um, he's a calm soul. A calm soul. A calm I don't soul. know. Yeah, he's very. He has, like, a quiet strength. Does that make sense? He's, like, you know unquiverable. Because I mean? there's some people who are quiet, and they seem, like, nervous and, like, introverted, and they seem like they're not in their zone, and there's some who are just, like... Vibing? Yeah, and don't need to, you know, be in the middle of things. Got to learn from AJ's. <laughs> Got to be more like AJ, Carla. <laughs> we don't like to live a boring life, you know? He's only been I doing know. stand-up for a year. Yeah, he's, he's doing good. He just won, um, won the gong show. I'm doing the roast battle next... So Are you fun. really? I'm so excited for you. You should go there, fun. I would love to. Oh my God. my you're friend Evan, working. he, uh, I think he's, oh, he, he does the booking for that. Oh, Evan Ronzi. Yeah, yeah dude, that's Evan, my friend. Yeah. He's the guy that puts it on. Yeah, yeah. he helps that. Uh, he was a judge on the Gong Show this last yeah. time, yeah. too. He asked me to be on the next roast he's battle. The homie. Me and Courtney are going to battle. I still have, like, nothing Okay, okay, oh, okay. Oh, and this Friday as well. I just got asked last night to be on first Friday's comedy contest at Tractor Brewing this Friday at 8 p.m. So before that, go to Art Walk. I think I will. Earlier I told Jess, I was like, we'll see. I have the energy. And I was like feeling frazzled. But, you know, I'm going to be at Art Walk. Yes. And then I'm going to go do a comedy show and watch us. It's just fun to be in a new audience, even though. Yeah, Tractor, Rusty Ryan. And Rusty Rusty Rutherford Rutherford puts that on. So if you guys can go, it's free. Um... Is it free? Yep, it's oh. free. Just go out, vote for me. <laughs> Come ask my this number. This Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All that. Um, what do you have coming up? All right, what? So, work in the speakeasy on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, art walk is Friday. And then, um, yeah, honestly, it's just like a lot of prep for like the upcoming like event season, really. So The weather's I think changing. It's, it's like a lot of back, not like um, behind the scenes, dare say, but... A lot of just prepping going mm-hmm. on right now, especially with the spring coming, like you said. Because I, I, I know, like, once uh, once it's warm out, everyone's just going to be in high demand, high activity mode. Oh, yeah. Like, especially now that weather. the mandate is Raw dog in the stuff. fucking air. Yeah. Anything. Anything. 
<laughs> Anything to fill a little something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the Roaring Twenties are going to start. I need the sunlight. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. It's already started. Your Twenties. Gosh. The Roaring Twenties and your Twenties. You were uh, born in, like, 98, right? 96. Fuck. 96. But everyone's saying some. I'm, I'm oh younger. Yeah, I'm exactly 10 years. Yeah, I, thought, I think you're years. older. I'm I thought 10 years you... older than her. Oh, that's true. And you're 10 years older than her. You're yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. We're ten and mm-hmm. ten. All the decades covered here, man. You seem like to me. I always thought you're like maybe thirty, just because you have like a wise old soul. Thank you. you know I, I, mean? I don't know what that like. I thought about that comment before because I, I do you get, get it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, does that mean like I'm hitting the relapse? Like, like I'm like trapped. I'm tra- someone's trapped in here. <laughs> She's back for some before. reason. She yeah. decided to come back. Did you have memories of other people's lives as a child? You know, like, are, are you reincarnated. I don't know. I think my inner soul. I think this might be my last life if I'm lucky. If I do it right, you know. I think there's some good things in the works. So maybe mm-hmm. if I fulfill the quest, maybe this is my last time around. Next dimension. So you believe that going into the oh, next dimension? Oh, I don't. I I mean, because that's the the theory that Incar- i've come up Incar- with carcer- incar- incarnation incarnation like you keep having to do it over and over again until you're until you're done yeah i mean i i don't know i used to have these really crazy dreams that were like i don't know if they'd say like prophetic but i'd have like end of the world dreams a lot like a lot a lot and I've like this yeah before. dude sorry apoc- I used to call my apocalyptic, apocalyptic dreams called drugs no oh, I, was I was a, a young child yeah, i was like a young 70, child yeah. i'd have nightmares of me and my family huddling in the living room and then we're just like bursting into flames because it's so hot type shit like you real watched, fucked you up stuff the terminator you know I, actually you know that and robocop might have fucked me up i've always wanted to be kind of matrixy you know we are kind of cyborgs with our phones like they're literally like attached to us yes. basically at this point and i only know because i lost my phone you know what they're coming out with now the clubs for a week oh my god and it was a time you found it though oh no i had to file insurance claim oh my god adhd bro same. Literally, the object non-permanence situation, I have never. Caleb <laughs> okay, and I were talking about that because he left his phone at our house. Literally, if it's not in front of me, it doesn't exist currently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think like all energy, the whole thing like not ener- like not destroyed nor created kind of situation, which is why I think everything like in a sense is familiar and non-familiar all at the same time. Mm-hmm. But with like, I'd have a lot of apocalyptic dreams which got me into climate change and like climate advocacy. So I'm not sure. I think right now also we're like in this turn of like consciousness, dare I say, where there's a lot of change in like ideals and like a lot of like. You know we had an ice age, right? An ice age. Right. Right now. Right. I have we're, a theory. I have a age? theory on this whole tell me, tell me climate the change bullshit. Ooh. Ah, we got climate, climate change naysayer. Let's go. Not naysayer. Flat not earther, naysayer. Flat earther. Just kidding. But flat earther. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that like we are damaging the earth, but it isn't nothing the earth can't handle. I mean, it's just going to keep rotating. Well, it's going to keep going. It's, it's not about what the earth can handle. It's going to be about what we can handle. Because well, we, as we fuck up the, our weather patterns and all these things, it's going to become too bear, unbearable for us, if anything. I think that's that, why Mo- Elon Musk is going to Mars, buddy. Yeah, I know. Soon we're just going to be like duking it out, going to the death for tickets to the moon. I can't. I uh, the fucking asteroid will hit us before that. that you guys ready for the Thunderdome? No. Hey. Mad Max up in this the shit. asteroid will hit us before that happens, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I believe too, like the matrix. See, I don't know, uh, the collective unconscious, yeah, yeah, energy, yeah, all of that. Yeah. Like I believe in almost like kind of you 
interdimensional things even yeah. or spirits and so i think spirits are right and i only know yep. because they be fucking with me on a regular basis and i don't know I'm like, it's because you're that. open it's because you have I every mean, hispanic i know you have, I little, guess. you have a little witchy vibe to you but oh, like I, uh, it doesn't mean that you really have to be witch but it's like you have those energy to you you know and i think that's yeah. like the veil is thinner and so that, that's why the uh, just like how little kids we are don't like we open. don't have the condom on right there's no condom the for the spirits. they're just gonna yeah. kind of bust in when they will <laughs> the spirit world makes the whatever. I've been meeting them more as I continue to work in the bar scene you know because you know, you're, you're dealing with like actual spirits and stuff you know after a while I was like really trying to conceptualize my job and I was like I think I might be a bruja yep you know, it's what like, do you think the short potions. version is of of dealing with the climate change. The short version, what do you mean? Like, well, I don't want you to go into a long... Oh, the whole climate... Okay, so yeah. So my thing is, like, I'm hoping this is my last life because... No, I mean, what do you think the solution is? Oh, the solution? Well, so it's all about carbon. So we're going to have to really... Transportation right now is probably the leading producer in carbon. And also, mm. like, war is a really bad footprint on the earth. So I... It's, it's, a, it's a phenomenon in the sense that I don't think war is really going to ever stop. Do I think that maybe we can start to practice some biomimicry with the way that we set things up so they're a little bit more, so say, sustainable and less damaging on, like, different mm -hmm. levels? But there is no quick fix. I think it's all about just kind of trying to use technology to have things that are more eco-conscious that are going to allow for us to be stable for longer. Mm. You know, like, mm -hmm. so for example, way, yeah. like architecturally, they have this thing where like zebras regulate their body heat through the color of their stripes, right? They now make buildings that you can use alternating colors to create energy to fuel the power of the building rather than using. Mm -hmm. I've seen those like white uh, roofs and things. Fossil fuels are huge too. So. Different like whites have. Mm -hmm. Was that color that they like? There's some sort of white paint that they like. Yeah, with painting like buildings, yeah. the tops of them, and Solar stuff with that. And stuff. It's mostly yeah. like transportation and like I don't know, like capitalism. It's not really. It's not meant for the human. Like it's it's literally like all money related. So it's it's like that scares me. Yeah. Are we ever gonna really shy away from capitalism to a point where we can have an actual solution? Because it's not ever gonna actually be about sustainability for us, even though mm -hmm. we're the ones in the system. You know, it's like. Yeah, it's, but you're working five jobs you're the poster child of capitalism yeah i know which is ironic because i think it gives me a really like close like relationship to that and i can give a, a perspective as i'm working trying to build this sustainable lifestyle to see mm -hmm. how capitalism how it's so ingrained in in the ways of how we have these obstacles with accessibility and and other things as to getting that sustainable goal that we have mm -hmm. you know so it's like I am super integrated in capitalism, which gives me a, a good perspective on where sustainability and capitalism might have some sort of meeting point. Right. You okay. know, granted, yeah. you have to account for the accessibility and the privilege that comes within mm -hmm. those things. But that like that is like that's a big question mark right now is, is that mesh is mm -hmm. capitalism and sustainability. They say they're completely opposite. But like, are we going to really have a choice to not mesh them? You know, so that's like the ongoing life study that I mean. That's going to be a life's journey yeah. to figure out. But, I mean, it's a it's an interesting journey. I like it. It's it's cool. I've been enjoying my work. I've been trying to figure out ways to use what I do to mm -hmm. advocate more. And I don't have a car currently, how you got the lovely store and how I got here. So I'm, I'm trying dogs. to see. What are other ways that you can give tips to people, like, you know, let's say in the future or now, whatever, about yeah. sustainability in their own lives, even starting simple if somebody feels like they can't? be a part of the change what are like mm -hmm. little things that you... i would say uh like eat you know 
good be conscious stuff. of your consumption like maybe really evaluate how often you consume things and not always legitimately like eating or drinking but like from media to like mm. the things you hear the idea of just because capitalism comes from this over consumption mindset and also this fear mindset that if you're not consuming you're not getting this positive byproduct mm. so it'd be like this idea mm. to like reflect you know you're I not think consuming comes... something you're not benefiting something whether it's yourself or somebody else yeah, your ta- yeah, you, that your time is going to something else. Um, mm-hmm. I was gonna say, and I feel like the capitalism going off that is like the fear. It was money control mm-hmm. to have them control to feel the need to control is because you have a fear of being out of control and you're not at peace, and so it's like yeah. just that until we can calm that like fear, which maybe never goes away. It's scary being a human. It's like yeah, it's crazy, but everybody's just like. I'm scared. I'm gonna like die. I'm scared. Whatever. And so because of that, I need this control. I need things to fear to, is compelling. Yeah, and then That's, they yeah. consume either they consume things physically buying or like watching to then um, ease themselves. Yeah, like in marketing, throughout the shittiness. they say you want to sell to people like they're missing out on something. Like you're not complete until you have this. You you need this right. in your life. You're lacking this. Like mm-hmm. you will be better if you have this. And so it's like mm-hmm. also like. You're reflecting in the idea of, like, I have what I need. I will always have what I need. You know, like, I have the ability mm-hmm. to manifest all of my necessities, but also evaluating, like, what are necessities. Right. Are you pretty minimalist? Um, I'm, I'm working towards it. The thing is, I'm, I, I'm coming from a place of not being a minimalist to where I just feel like I've just really wanted to try non-attachment as I've practiced it I've realized how much I really have so much stuff that I don't care for Mm -hmm. I don't need I don't use like I was really trying to see the things that I used for a while and it's a lot of the same stuff Mm -hmm. so it was like interesting to see how much stuff I hardly touch and like in reality what I use is very minimal yes what do I have that I I mean what do you have that yeah I keep moving now I have a storage unit I'm like I just need to get rid of so much shit it's kind of miraculous. Because I haven't needed you know? it. Have I thought about any of that stuff in there? I haven't. I mean, at some point, right. maybe I'll need those couches or whatever. Yeah. But I keep moving, and, like, for a while there, I was like, if it doesn't fit in my car, it's not coming with me. Yeah. So I just started, yeah, those things, like, I was keeping silly stuff from childhood. I'm like, I don't need, I have the memory of this. I don't really You don't even remember it, it until you're looking at it again. Yeah. You're like, oh, I like have I said this. The, the non-permanent Literally, thing. like, I didn't even remember I had this yeah. shirt, but wow, I have this shirt again. You're all stoked on it, and you're like, honestly, like, I didn't even remember that I you had didn't need it. it. But yeah. now that I remember that I have it, I want to keep it. And I'm like, no, like, if you don't think, if it's yep. not intentionally something that you want to keep, mm-hmm. then, like, I feel that way. You need it. Total tangent, my ADHD. I do that when I feel like anxiety or fear or worry mm-hmm. of is this even needed? It's yeah. not going to be needed. And like, te- is this useful to me? No. And also, am I going to feel this way in 10 minutes, 10 hours, 10 days, 10 months? You know, like mm-hmm. put it in like increments of like, yeah. this moment is not going to, this fear moment, whatever, is not going to, I'm not going to feel that in 10. 10 months so like why am I so yeah. worried now like let me yeah. feel it for a moment but not let it overtake you and so like I think objects too it's like have things that comfort you but don't let them overtake <laughs> like like yeah. I need all of this hoarding style dude mm-hmm. I watch hoarders and that helps me clean so much that's so funny. it makes me sad but it also helps me clean it helps you clean <laughs> um <clears throat> what else should we talk about before we wrap up um I did um hmm so we talked about too so I talk about that. I talked to you about do you have any more fun bartending stories? <laughs> DNA like, evidence yeah. reveals Hank the Tank. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna bear, do just fun up. stuff. <laughs> All right. I might even read from my phone or this article, but you guys can see it. So there was this 
this bear that kept getting all the rat for breaking into places. This is just fun end of end of night animal news because I'm working on more animal jokes right now. I did <laughs> dead. I'm on an animal joke. I'm on too. an animal. People really like like when I do the hippo. They know me for hippo jokes now. Yeah. I'm working on dead squirrel like bit right now as well. Dead um, squirrel bits. I, I've talked about bears a little bit, but this poor dude um, in California, they were like telling him, and the way so the way it's written is my favorite part. Okay, said they misunderstood Hank the Tank was hungry, hungry trespasser unbothered by human concerns like doors and manners who've broken into dozens of homes to maintain his 500 pound frame why do they have to call it frame like is it a house looks like poor the guy they're from, fat looks shaming like the bear him from the great outdoors remember that movie yes. with John <laughs> they're fat shaming this bear they're fat it's still mostly correct although um that was hold on it turns out that there's many bears um identifying bears simply by their visible Physical characteristics can lead to misidentifying bears. Apparently, humans think they all look alike. Um, I'm kind of just paraphrasing all of this. They did DNA tests. So it turns out there's more. But my favorite part of the story is that out of all these break-ins, they broke into so many homes. The bears would just take the food and be so calm. They said that tank, the, Frank the Tank, would just sit there and stare at them and eat their <laughs> He's all looking at you, just yeah. kind of chilling. He's so, like, yeah, she says, uh, thus far, those who... Oh, my God, the article went wrong. I should just read it from there. Could you scroll down? A little more. A little more, please. A little more. All right, there we go. Um, thus far, those who have encountered the bears have said that they all have been perfectly fine house guests, aside from the food theft and the occasional trail of destruction left behind. He just sits there and eats, Aunt Brian, executive director of Bear League Wildlife Rescue... Whatever, whatever. She said, he doesn't attack them. He doesn't growl. He doesn't even make rude faces. Can bears make rude faces? All right. Um, <laughs> people in the area, you know, it's a natural habitat for them. They've coexisted for a long time. Uh, said not to leave food out. There was a line in here earlier, and they're like, we don't know where they got the taste for human food. I'm like, bears have been eating human food from trash cans, from things like this, from campsites that Go they leave out. Oh, they like, got the they taste for human food. They will eat that. They and yeah, they've chilled. They like, just how we get scared of them at this part in society, like we've evolved so much, they've gotten used to us. Mm -hmm. I think they're just like, oh, those are the humans now. Oh, you know, like they're, they're just humans. like, eh, before we were maybe like felt fear from them but now we just realize they chill in their homes they have good food just and let's go party with them um so that's just fun cute stuff yeah i'll talk about uh i will tell also my sister told me she went to the grand canyon um and they were there's squirrels there like all the time mm -hmm. Genevieve? Like, geneva <laughs> geneva i think switzerland uh she anyway they were like throwing soapy water out on like the patio of this place at the rim of the grand canyon and masters mcmasters <laughs> And all, and then they were like, oh, I wonder what happened. And then they get on the bus to go to the shuttle. And this lady, when she gets off at a stop, she turns and looks at another person, a family with a service dog. Yeah. And she says, I was having, it's like a Karen. She's like, I've been having a great trip. And your dog, because of your dog, it's ruined my whole trip. Your dog killed the squirrel. So I guess the service dog killed a squirrel out in front of everybody That's and the awesome. lady felt traumatized. Ooh. And my nephew was just like, oh my gosh, I saw my first Karen. She was just like yelling at the lady. Saw my first yeah. Karen. Yeah, he was like, and he at saw condors Karen. that day. He saw so many things and that was his favorite memory. Was this Karen. Karen yelling at, but everybody else once the Karen got off, they're like, you're fine, your dog's okay, it's fine, it's fine. But yeah, there's not dead squirrels, so that's somewhere gonna be in there. Animal news, Um, yeah.
I feel like we've covered a lot. Is there anything you want to tell us about yourself? Mm. Mm. You know, I really wish I wasn't lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I love cheese. Are you? Are you vegetarian? Uh, my body prefers that diet. Yes. Mm. I hear it. Yeah. Am I am I good always about it? I'm I'm not gonna say that I am. I'm there with you because my body is just like can't do red meat like red meat anymore. Gets real mad. She wants me to be tender to her, but you know we like to we Aww. like to try all of all of the things. Your tummy's at her. <laughs> I I, I think I think yeah she's pretty sassy honestly she's super temperamental like I think it's a her. It's a her. Oh okay, from a bartender, do you have a favorite drink? And then like a favorite drink for me to facts. make or like a favorite drink for like if you if someone were to order something both like what's your favorite drink to make and what's your favorite drink to drink i mean my favorite thing for people to order is shots because it doesn't take <laughs> shit to make. there we go the lazy make a shot <laughs> <laughs> no i so make I don't some good grind drinks coriander and... i make some decent drinks you know mm. i don't she know she does this shit with the things on fire yeah and the i like other to things. smudge stuff i like cinnamon and like uh, rosemary is definitely one of my favorite. No, no. And then to drink, I like mezcal. Um, oh. Usually like on the rock. The or smoky smokes. whiskey's usually pretty good in the winter. Mm-hmm. I try gin every now and then if I'm in the mood, but it's mostly mezcal. Mm. I like the smoky tequila. It tastes like you're licking black leather. There's something kind of sexy about it. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. I've never heard that. <laughs> I remember Did in I high school, the first time I tried, I didn't like, well, I party in high school, but I'd only drink like, beer or like Zima with uh with Jolly Rancher in it or something hey. like that. It was I'm old. But then um my first shots I ever had because I was good at like little precision Ours was games. Boone's Farm. Boone's Jesus. Farm first time I got drunk it was like Boone's Farm, Mad Dog 2020, Cisco and a 40 of old E and that was the worst combination Ooh, for her like 40. a 14 year old. Uh um, yeah, 40s, remember those? I oh, I would just Oh yeah. yeah, we used to hit 40s when I'd skate like a bunch of monsters. Dude, 40, yeah, Edward 40 hands. But the first shots I ever had at parties was like I like precision games like pool and darts and things. And they're like, "Kyle, come play quarters." But it was mescal. Like shots, wow. and I was so happy that I, did, I like made them, and I kept making them all. And at the end, I realized like it was so smoky. Like I took a shot just on my own to be a pal, and I was like, "This is too much for my." So I didn't like it. Now I have a taste for it though, yeah. and I, a lot of it is because my mom, like the district of Mexico she lives in or the state, is like mezcal is like a big produced there a lot. All the blue agave, just like everywhere, it's great. Um, so you like that. Uh, one more tip before we go of sustainability for our listeners. Do you have anything? Um, just quizzing you today. Are you living off the grid? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. In my own mind. She hasn't bought her tiny. In my yet. own mind, I like Dude, to think I'm kind of off grid. I want a tiny house like somewhere <laughs> off the grid. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I know everyone's like, kumbaya, sustainability, hippie chick vibes. <laughs> You're like a punk rock sustainability. Like, yeah, kind of. Like, I'm like kind of beefing for the environment right now. I'm like, yeah. back up, guys. Like, yeah. don't don't be causing no more damage um last sustainability tip i would say any effort matters like don't be discouraged like it's a it's a it's a lot more than just the individual a lot of this stuff is beyond just what the individual can do Mm -hmm. so have have active hope if you're pursuing something if you're working in advocacy don't feel like you're wasting your time Mm -hmm. um if it's important to you then then do the things that like that feel feasible for you like don't don't ba- like break your back over these right. things right and your means because in sustainability like your it, like yourself like your energy wise like it shouldn't be something that's like so laborious that you cannot maintain it mm-hmm. so it's supposed mm-hmm. to be something that is maintainable 
Yes. So like yeah, don't don't be discouraged. Just keep keep working on it. Make, like make goals. The Do little the things count. Encourage your friends. Mm-hmm. Share share your success with your friends. It's inspiring. It is. It really is an any I think outlet um, for people is just to like share ideas and share hope and dreams together. Yeah. Remember the four agreements, guys. Do your best. Yeah. Don't make assumptions. Be clear with your words. What was the other one? Oh, and don't take things personally. All right. Yeah. All right. I know that's a hard one. People. That's a big one. I know that's a huge one because it's a joke. I used to it's take things so personally, and like when I was younger, and then I realized, you know what? A lot of the times, and not in a bad way, it's not about you. Like a lot of it's times, it's not. It's really not. So many people have their own world happening inside of them, and they don't realize that they're causing these things sometimes. So it's like you have to let those go and realize it's not about you. It's not. You know, don't let your ego or whatever get hurt or whatever because it's not about that. All right, those are my fun facts for today. I feel like we really helped some people today. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm like, this was a great therapy session. Thank you I really, so much. Uh, yeah, this is cathartic. Um, next week, we're going to have uh, Naquan of Nazareth, the rapper, Nathan, uh, old bud of mine. Um, known him since he was born, basically, and he's doing some stuff, music, music master and all that good stuff. We'll have him probably next week, and I think the week after, Roe slash Tsunami. I don't think she's yeah. Tsunami is so cool. She's so busy, dude. It's not Tsunami's rad. And I fucked up this week where it was maybe gonna happen, but I think she needed to do it later. So that Monday she just wants to do it at like a nine o'clock. We've tried getting her on the BS show, she doesn't. So we'll see. We've been in contact. Um, you know, I have a lot more guests, but you know, we're changing up for the next couple of few weeks with like mostly non comedians. Let's shake it up. Shake up your vibes. Go do something also that makes you that you wanna do but that makes you slightly uncomfortable. Amen. Push yourself into like things that like new things, guys. We're growing. Good for longevity. Springtime, y'all. Yes. Springtime. I feel it in the air. Feel it. You hear my allergies? <laughs> the seasons are changing. It? I sound like a child going through puberty, a little boy. Going we can through. live there again. I sound like minute. my nephew. Your nephew. My nephew was like, "Do I sound like a woman?" I was like, "No, I sound like a little boy going through puberty." He's twelve, so he has like the voice dropping thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sound like I have boy voice right now. Oh, Someone man. Someone might think it's sexy. Someone's hey, got to think it's sexy. I've heard I have, like, phone sex voice, which, whatever. I miss that era. <laughs> I've always said you had NPR voice. He, NPR oh, voice. Oh, you do have NPR voice. My uncle says I have a news voice. Yeah, I could see that. Hi, I'm relaying you really Sarah, awful news, but very You and Sarah calming. Kennedy both have NPR me, voice. Yeah, Sarah me and Sarah Kennedy. Kennedy could do, like, yeah, really sad things with a nice... Nice soft spin. I feel I everyone feel more is SNL. dying, everyone, but let's be nice. Yeah, the as yeah. when Sarah was oh stripper. <laughs> That's what I have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh I can see it now. Oh, I love that. And you probably would be so bugged by all the strippers, you would like hate your job. Oh, I hated oh, my so job funny. when I was, when I was a DJ. Were you a DJ to strip club? Yeah, not a strip club. Oh damn. Many bars. Many. Bars, we've been Many in the bars. bars. Many bars. Man, I love it here. Um, yeah, I love all you do. Thank you for being such a great part of the community. We need more. Thank you. We need more Victoria. Solita. Follow Solita. Go to Art Walk. See all the events. Yeah. Go buy a drink. Go get a shot. From- <laughs> <laughs> come, come get a shot. Go get I'll a tell shot. you you're great. You're inspiring. I love yes. you all. Yeah, don't, don't tell her to make you a drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Unless, unless you're shots. feeling brave. Yes. Unless you're feeling brave. Um, but if you know, then you know. Mm-hmm. And those of you who are new to You know how to make an old fashioned? Oh, yeah, oh. baby. All right, cool. she, I make good it. old fashions. She's on it. Nice. Um, and those of you who are confused or new to comedy, Founders is during the winter seasons. This spot on Monday is the same mic. It just moves to Inside Out April 1st, right? Yes. And yes. you manage that. 
and you'll be bartending, come say hi. I'm usually there. It's a rad spot. All right, guys. Um, yeah, I love you all so much. Uh, be good to yourselves. You know, self-care. Mm, bye, yeah. Patty. Bye, Larry. You're doing Thank great. you, Victoria. Thank you. It's me, love Carla you all. V. Bye.